Okay, I hope everyone had an amazing Shavuos, and I actually missed having the Vod last week, and it's tremendously nice for me to hear that people, men and women, are gaining from the Vod. Somebody told me she was writing up and sending out the Vod of which is uh, you know, a beautiful benefit of these things when they're online. And uh, someone else expressed a sense of community, and that's all great, Halavai, and, um, and that's really uh, very nice for me. And Bezrat Hashem, we should keep up the sense of community and working together and getting something done in a unique way. I actually had Beschus at Sibor and the Merit of the Sibor, some tremendous insights, to be honest, over the last two weeks. Beschus at Sibor and the Merit of everybody. And I wanted to share three ideas that I don't, I don't, I think each idea is such a powerful thing that I don't have per se a, a practical kivun, but it's a lot to keep us busy and it's a lot to think about. Two of the ideas I'm going to talk about are still in the Donning Lekavs camp. And one is something totally new, that a totally new idea and an approach to how to deal with grudges. Okay, so I hope everybody has their listening and thinking caps on. And really, each of these ideas, honestly, is worth a whole VOD. And so give, you know, you can only get so much when you're listening. And one of the major mistakes that we all make, including me, is that we hear things and then we go on in our life and we don't consider and think about them. Hear a great schmooze, a great Torah from the Rav, and then you say Baruch and it's in one ear, out the other. You hear a nice Shalashudas, and then you bench, and it's Kefilta fish, and it's Motsi Shabbos, and it's jogging, and it's Tafiyomi, whatever else you're doing. So you have to take time and think and consider ideas. And I think, honestly, uh, each of the ideas we're about to share is such. Okay, so first off is like this, in terms of Akbar, a very important thing that he realized and they're really three separate ideas um it just happened that i kind of started thinking about each one uh around this time so that's why i'm sharing them all together not necessarily in this order or this point in the vod but yeah we'll work with it okay so number one as we all know i think it's well known today there are different personality types everybody knows the book men are from mars Women are for Venus. We got the doctor, professor, writer made a mint. He made all types of them. Men are for Mars. Women are for Venus for, for teenagers. I think I saw one time he wrote about five or six different books. And so it's, it, that it's, you know, but that whole book is a big testimony to the truth, specifically about men or women. And it gets spoken a lot about in the man, woman uh, context, the difference between men and women. It happens to be one of the things I always wonder about secular society. Like, how do they get on without realizing this truth? You know, Mr. Gray, Dr. Gray knew it. I don't know if he was Jewish. He's certainly secular, as far as I know. It wasn't writing from a Torah perspective, but he hit, he got it, right? So, like, how do even psychologists, like, if you don't realize men and women, all your tests, if you're not dealing with men and women being different, that's something. But either way, I don't want to go into that. It was just uh, by way of introduction. But so more than men are from Mars, women are from Venus, there are very, very, very different types of personality right different types of personality and it's just something that's in the bria and it's inherent and it's in, in families that, you know i don't know where it starts but it's what it is okay and people know the briggs meyer system people know miriam adahan awareness uh understanding people including yourself i think she adopted a lot uh in a more jewish way but it's really i think that system i happen to be not a big bucky in the specific system i'm not selling the book i have no interest but i know that my wife is asking about it the shabbos nine basic types there are all these different types my wife's trying to tell her which type are you i wanted to hazard 
and have time to go into what type I am. I just want to chazer her klal which is quite a thing to chazer on Shabbos, so I don't have time to go into it. But you want to know what type you are. They're basic personality types. Yes? So now, now here's the point. Now listen well, everybody. Okay, listen with your ears, listen with your head, and listen with your heart. There are more makbid types, and there are less makbid types. Okay, I just realized it's something we have to discuss in the context of hakpadas. Now, I'm talking generally. I'm not talking about who has more hakpadas and who doesn't, right? A more makbid type obviously has will have more room to have hakpada. But even if you're a person who's more makbid in general, meaning you're more specific, more exacting, I'll explain more in a moment, right? You're closer to having hakpadas about certain things, but you could be someone who works on yourself and has no hakpadas, right? And you could be a non-makbid type and have plenty of room for hakpadas, right? For sure. But that's not, so I'm just giving a, a, a by room in our general binion, our general building called hakpadas of grudges and explaining and emphasizing that there are different personality types, okay? Let's talk about the makbid type. Let's call it, by trends, I trends, I guess, is, is not, the, not the grudging type. That wouldn't be how you'd say it. It's, saying it's an exacting type, okay? The exacting type comes on time. Now, I'm more that type, so I'm probably going to make it sound that that type's better than the other type, okay? I don't mean to do that. It's just how it's coming out, all right? And I have another side to my personality also, but definitely, there's no question, I'm more that type, okay? So I'll tell you the type. And I consider myself a nice guy. I hope I'm not the only person who considers me a nice guy. Exacting types are not not nice guys, and not exacting types are not, etc. So, so just listen up, okay? They come on time, right? They're more exact in their words. They don't exaggerate. They don't like overspending. They like systems. They like the right amounts of things. They like doing it exact. None of that is bad. None of that is bad. Okay. Non-Makbid types, right? The person who are less exacting will naturally come late more. They're not as exacting the words. They do exaggerate more and they don't even see it as an exaggeration. It happened a million times. It happened a thousand times. They do overspend a little bit more because they're less specific. They're a little more freewheeling. They're more concerned there won't be enough, right? An exacting type, when I would, if I would make a meal, right? And I don't think I'm going to catering. Hashem should help me. I don't have to do that, right? But if I would be a caterer, I would try to buy more or less the exact amount because I don't want to waste. And I would serve a nice portion, a mukubad portion, but it wouldn't serve too much. That's my exacting nature. A less exacting person will say, one second, one second, one second. We have to make sure there's enough. You know, what's going to be if there's not enough? That's how they see it. And uh, and they're going to be give a nice big portion. Are we getting the feel? The exacting type, the non-exacting type. Now, why do I teach this lesson, which is a basic thing? Now, you can think about it. Am I the, I, I don't know if this is in the Briggs-Meyer system or Mary M. Adhan. This is schoolmaker system. They're exacting types. They're not exacting types. Okay? Makbid types, not makbid types. It happens to be it shares the word with Akpada, but we're not talking, I didn't use any word grudge. I didn't use the word grudge. Right? Okay, but here's where we have to get to. And this is lesson one for today. An extremely important lesson for both types is to recognize there are different types. The Makbid personality needs to know that it isn't that the non-Makbid person is coming late because they're thoughtless or non-caring. It's just how they are. Okay, let's review that. The Makbid person 
when he reminds, by the way, in the mafia, you know, one of the worst things you could do is come late because it's a lack of respect. I've mentioned that before. Okay, we're not learning from the Midos, of course. I'm just, <laughs> in context, I'm sharing that. The Makbid person, he, they, he, she come on time because they perceive that as that's the right way to do. That's the correct thing to do. That's what one does, right? You want to be there on time. So when someone doesn't come on time, or someone exaggerates about something, doesn't tell a story exactly the way, all those things that they don't do it that way, they perceive that. Let's just talk about, let's focus on, I'm gearing, let's just focus on coming late, right? They perceive that as being thoughtless and non-caring because to the Machbid person, to the exacting person, if he wouldn't be coming on time, well, why aren't you coming on time? You know the clock. And it's because you're being thoughtless and non-caring. But to the non-Machbid person, it's just not like that. What's five minutes? What's 10 minutes? What's 15 minutes? So you listen to the line. They don't see the clock the same way you do. They don't see the clock the same way you do. So that's what Mr. Machbid has to know when he looks at perhaps Mrs. Machbid, a lot of Mrs. Non-Machbid, right? Or sometimes it's Mrs. Machbid when she looks at Mr. Machbid, you know? I worked with someone one time, he says to me, Rabbi, you have to understand, I come late so much that my wife and I have a deal that we set up a time that we leave for the wedding. And if I'm late, she leaves without me. Could you imagine? She leaves, she leaves without him, right? So sometimes you can have a woman who's very mocked and precise and exact, and the husband could not be that way. I think it's often probably the other way from Zucker and Akeva as I, my, my little understanding of it, but I'm not looking at Zucker and Akeva, and this is not a class on Shalom Bias. It's applicable to Shalom Bias, but it's not about Shalom Bias. It's about the Machbit personality dealing with the non-Machbit personality. And let's look at the other way. Listen well, listen well, please, Mr. and Mrs. Non-Machbit. The non-Machbit type needs to hop and understand that if the Machbit type sometimes says a sharp word, it isn't because they're monsters it's because to them, it is really trying when you come late. They don't see the clock the same way you do, okay? Now, why do I mention this? I just realized it's such an important idea. When we're talking about Don and Likav's Fuss and this family of ideas of, of nobody needs anything. I realized until now, we've been dealing with like, you know, seven different models, your best three, which I was happy that people sent me in their best three, et cetera. And people are starting to learn to think like that. What's a better idea for me? What works worse? What works better? Very important, right? But within that, it's a very important to realize that when you deal with different personality types, they're different and they just they just see things different. It's it's like, it's, it's you know, it, what's so hard is when you see something a certain way, it's like so push it to you that that's how it is. And it's good. And that's your, here's the point. That's the difficult, that's your koach and that's your godless that you come on time and maybe even worked on it. And that's your greatness that you come on time. And that's you using your good media to come on time. But now you have to flex up when you look at someone else. You realize, wait, they just, they're different. They're just different. And the same way, the one who's not so mockbid and is more forgiving naturally and not that, when they deal with a more mockbid person, it's a little tighter with them by something coming on time. You have to appreciate that for them, it's a very big challenge when you come late, Okay. So that's just, now, why did I say that in this context of Kapeda? Because I think for both types, the awareness that the other type operates different is a tremendous way to save you from Hakpadas, right? Let's just go through the same example now and take it 
ad hasof. The Makbid person sees the non-Makbid person coming late, and in their head it says, you're thoughtless, right? You're, you're not caring, you're callous, you're not concerned with my feelings. And that interpretation is going to eventually bring a lot of grudge with it, whatever you want to call it, Kpeda, that will bring Kpeda with it. Okay, now you say, okay, good. So Ashrei Chelko of the non-Makbid person, that they don't have that grudging side. That's true, but they can they can be worse in another way because they can be very unforgiving about when the Makbid person, for example, gets upset at them and they can see them as monsters because to them, what's the big deal? What's 10 minutes? What's 15 minutes? What's a little bit lateness? You know, it's not worth giving a bad feeling about. So they don't perceive, they, they don't see the hard time that they're giving to someone else because they don't, to them, it's not like that. And therefore they'll have a kapeda, right? Meaning what? You're, you're with your partner, your, your business partner, or your husband or your wife, and, and, and you come late and then they give you a, a scowl or something. And in your mind, you interpret that means they're a monster. Now, once they're a monster enough, so you have a kapeda on them. Okay, so no one, in terms of grudges, no, one, no personality type is saved from grudges from the possibility from grudges and a, a powerful Don Lakovsky's tool is to perceive different types are different. Okay. And I'll just, I'll just say a, um, I'm pushing in. I don't know the system so well myself, but people say that that's very helpful in general, understanding different personality systems and the personality types is to Don Lakovsky's and to perceive that people are different. You know, it's just, it's, it's just, I, I'll give you a good example. It's just a joke. It's not exactly a joke. My wife has very, very good midos. You know, people know that's quite well known. If people know my wife, you know. So I tell sometimes, you know, I get more scar than you because I have to work harder, you know, to be a nice guy. You know, you're so nice naturally. To me, it's not as natural. I'm, I'm not a terrible guy. I try to be a nice guy. But, but you know, there's certain things which, so, so it just, it's, it's you know, everybody's got their chalik and the Rebona loves us all and gave each one his pekla and his shlemus and his tikkun to do. And we have to appreciate that different people who have, have just very, very different ways of looking at things and acting for it. Okay, so that was you so number one. Okay, ready for you so number two? Now I have to tell you, this about a week and a half, this hit me like a ton of bricks. And it was worth coming to the VOD today. And it's worth hearing the recording today to hear this. And I realized that there was something faulty about the whole assumption of how we're talking about Don Lekavskos. Okay, and if I forget, I remember, remind me to just say a word about how VOD and work before we go to point two. Four, three, okay? So this is a separate point number two, and then I just want to take an excursion, then we'll get to point three. He did something wrong, right? We're, again, we're not dealing with point one now about the two personalities. We're talking, the last two weeks we've been talking about Don and Lekovskos, right? So basically the point was he did something wrong. Now, let me diffuse it, right? Maybe he wasn't really wrong, he doesn't know anything. No one means anything today. All that, that whole family of nice ideas, seven different ideas, pick your top three, right? But he did something wrong. And now let me diffuse it. No, no, no. This is what I realized. Do you know where grudges start? They start with your feeling. Something that was done gives me a certain feeling. Now listen very carefully. I judge the action based on my feeling. Since this gave me a bad feeling, it must be he, she, 
did a wrong thing. Now it's not like You understand? Until now, what, what was the breakthrough in my thinking? Here's the breakthrough. It doesn't mean every time, but the breakthrough in my thinking was I understood the way I was leading the Tzibur, the way I was thinking about it, was usually why do we need to do Lagavskos? The guy goes into McDonald's, he ate a hamburger, right? Now I said, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he didn't really eat a hamburger or this, or, 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 or you know, how do I done Lagavskos? Maybe he was really hungry. Maybe it was Pikuach Nevish. Maybe he just got a shake. Maybe he got fries. It was a Derabona and it was a this, it was that, it was a Shinoi, right? But he was wrong, and now let's unpack, let's unravel it. But that's maybe in the pure donning lekavskus about an avera, right? Let, let, let's keep that model up for a second. When we talk about donning lekavskus in its pure sense, what we mean is that someone didn't do anything wrong to me. He went into McDee's, right? How do I interpret his going to McDee's, right? So if he's a generally kosher person, the Torah tells me b'tzedek tishvod amitafa. You have to judge him in a favorable way and assume he just needed the bathroom. He needed this. But it's all, here's the point. It's all a factual uh, interpretation and a fact, based on a fact. But what I want to say is that very often when hakpadas and grudges develop, it's in, it starts with a negative feeling that we have. As opposed, to, as opposed to he goes into McDonald's, it's I got a certain feeling from something and then the, the negative feeling I have, the action goes underneath that, right? Let's follow one more time. McDonald's, I see him going to McDonald's. Doesn't bother me. It's not my McDonald's. I don't own, I don't own the kosher version. He's not hurting me. I'm just surprised. Wow, Rabbi Rosenzweig is going to McDonald's. Ooh, what's that about? One second. That's interesting, right? N- nothing about the feeling. So I was thinking about it the same way. Oh, Rabbi Rosenzweig said something nasty to me. Oh, okay, good. So let's undo that. He goes to McDonald's. He says something negative to me, right? Then I realized really a lot of times where Kapeda starts is my, the initial thing is I have a negative feeling about something. And the feeling is the first thing. He goes to McDonald's, he insulted me. No, he goes to McDonald's, I felt bad. And now once I feel bad, my interpretation of what happened goes under the feeling. And that's the root of many of our bad interpretation in Now, why did this idea hit me like a ton of bricks? Because it's so important. Because the whole, if I'm right, right, the whole Shorish Advarm, the whole root of things is a different root. The root is often not the action. It's the, it's the feeling that's produced, right? You, I'm sure we've all had situations where we interpreted something that someone did to us in a negative way, right? So what that leaves us with is a bad feeling. You have, like, you know, they say, like, you can only... You only have one chance to make a first impression, right? So someone, you ever, I'm sure you've had this case on both sides. Like someone thought you did something negative and they feel negative about you. And they say, no, no that wasn't what it was. It, just, it wasn't, that just wasn't what it was. So I'll give you an example. Let's say someone out there had a hard time with their father. Now, because of having a hard time with your father, you don't like authority figures. Okay, here's a perfect example. So the Rabbi Yeshul has a certain authoritative vibe to him. And he asks how you are. And he says, oh, I'm sorry, you know, we missed you in shul last week. So really what he meant to say was, we missed you in shul last week. Because you don't like authority because of your dad. So you read that as him being too authoritative and pushy and things like that. And it gave you a feeling. That's the point I want to say. It's the starting point is, ooh, I didn't like that. I didn't, I'm, it's, not, it's, not even an, it's not an intellectual interpretation. It's the rub. When the rub said to me, hi, we missed you in shul last week. It feels bad. 
It's yechi. It feels bad. And now once it feels bad, that's where my interpretation now. Now I start to say what happens. I have a bad feeling. And now my interpretation, oh, he's being, he's being too authoritative. He's being negative. He's, 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 he's putting himself in places where he doesn't deserve to be. Okay. You feel another example. You feel like someone said something not nice to you. And that gives you a bad feeling. Now you judge they did something wrong. Okay. So this is, this is an incredibly important idea because everything goes back to its, to its source. So again, until now, my thinking was that things always start with, in terms of the Donnie Lekav we have to do is Rabbi Rosenzweig went into McDonald's. Same thing, Rabbi Rosenzweig did something mean to me. Now, he does something mean to me. He's, he did something mean to me, so he's a bad person. He deserves a grudge. No, let's undo, let's undo that, right? Maybe he didn't really mean to do something mean to you, right? So it means you have, you have, an, interpret, you have an intellectual interpretation. He went into McDonald's, he ate a cheeseburger. He spoke negatively to me. Now we have to undo that. What I'm saying now is a lot of times, I think if you're honest with yourself, a lot of what's going on with us is just, it's the feeling which someone produces in us, which gets us feeling negative about them. All right, you hear what I'm saying? So this is very, very powerful because it means it's a whole different place we have to track in ourselves. You don't have to undo. Now, if, if this is right, you don't have to undo the, the, the thinking about the action. You have to undo the feeling or you have to realize that it's just a feeling. You know, I, you know I'm getting a bad vibe. I'm, I, I, I don't like the way he's making me feel, right? Okay, did he really do anything? No, he didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just in a bad mood or maybe, you know, 50 things from my past or who knows what. It's, it's all about the feeling. It's just not... It's not, nothing's real, it's air, okay? So that was, our, that was our second idea, okay? So idea number three. Again, we're giving a bunch of doozies today. Yeah. Uh, how is this different than the dark inner place that we spoke about uh, in the last session? Say that, say it a little louder, please. How is this different than the dark inner place that we mentioned uh, a couple of times ago. The dark inner place, to me, it, to me, it was still, in my mind, it was still, things were starting from the negative action that they did. And now my interpretation is because, my interpretation was because of the negative negativity in me, I'm interpreting the action in a negative way. Here, I'm saying that the starting place is the negative place in you. The start, it's all about the feeling. That's my chiddush. The aleph is the feeling. I think a lot of times it's like that. You know, someone looks at us a certain way, so on this, and then we we give a action to the feeling. But the shurish is the the shurish is the feeling. The first thing is the feeling. That's what I that's what I I hop. Again, it's not always like that, right? You can say someone comes over to you and starts yelling at you and embarrasses you. So then they let's just be clear for a second. I don't want to belabor the point, right? Someone comes over to you at a wedding and embarrasses you publicly. So they did something wrong to you, right? And they gave you a bad feeling. And now you have to, obviously they gave you a bad feeling, but there, oh, you know what? The Taurus is don't embarrass someone. This guy clearly embarrassed me. So I have to think how, you know, why did he embarrass me? Okay, good. But there's something else called, he didn't really even embarrass you. He just, he said something to you in a certain way, which you got a feeling about. And the feeling then made you think that he did something to bad to you, but really it's, it, the reason you're seeing him as doing something wrong is because of the feeling that was engendered, and that's what came first. Okay. So most of this is really enough, but I do want to say, uh, yeah, the introduction of both, I want to say thank you, Art. 
The introduction I want to say about this, just a side point before we get to three, is this is what we gain from working in Avad. This is what, again, how did I get to this point? It's not in a safer, it's not in a revolver, it's not in the Torah, it's not in a Rebirufim. It's just by, by, it's by, you know, it's by thinking about the ideas and then, you know, reviewing them and going over them. And you run into all these ideas. That's really why each person, each VOD member, anybody listening seriously, when you go into things like you, it's not a, like, I, I think I've mentioned before, the Rav Leichler said about Ali Shore, Kalik Bays. It's not a cookbook. You know, it's not like six weeks of this, three weeks of that, four weeks of this, a little salt, a little pepper in that. And now you're not a Makhbet anymore because you don't know really where sugyas are going to go. If it's too, if it's too built, it's the opposite of a good shear. A good shear is like beginning, end, sentence, joke, story. That's not the way Avad works. It might, it might be more popular if it does that, but it's not the way it works because it, it's really this process of like finding and uncovering and discovering and realizing and, and hopping. I, I didn't know this before I started working on it. So I couldn't, I couldn't have a lesson plan to include this. Now, let's even say, oh, maybe I'll do Hakpad in another four years. So I'll have this in my notes. Yeah, but there'll be other new ideas which will come up along the way, which which will be that's that's the lie. It's the living Torah. It's the living, it's it's the living ideas. Okay, so this is this is what Avad is about to me, is, is uncovering things like this and to be able to think about it. Okay, third idea. Okay, totally different idea. Third idea. Then we'll do a quick review. And this is something I'd worked out a while ago. This is what you have to know: having tightness, having grudges, is not an intellectually sound position, okay? To someone non-intellectual, this won't speak to you, but someone intellectual can work with this. Donin Lekav Schuss, whichever way we say it, right, is there was something wrong or there's a bad feeling, and now I try to undo that based on this, based on that, based on the other, based on the other, and now I wake up and really wasn't so bad what he did, no one means anything, etc. This means something else. He did something wrong. It's not my feeling. He was wrong at this. You know what? Okay, now, where am I? I can either be a victim and feel begrudged, or I cannot. Okay. Now, I'm not speaking from a religious perspective. I can prove this to you religiously. I'm not saying religiously. Using pure intellect, do I say, what is the grudge going to give me? Ma yosifalacha, ma yoyalacha, ma yitenlacha, ben adam, shum davar. Doesn't help you, right? I was reminded of the statement about daaga, right? Mordechai and David has a song, Avram Fried, I think maybe, Mordechai and David has a song many years ago, and I think it was based on an Ibn Ezra, I never saw the Ibn, Ibn Ezra, but if you don't know the song, I'm not going to sing it, don't worry, but I will tell you the words, okay, now this is just a mashal, and we'll apply the mashal to our idea, we're not talking about worry, but he says like this, Havar Ayin, the past is gone, Vatida Dayin, and the future isn't yet, Vahova, and the current is carifying, is like a is like a um, a blink of an eyelash. Daga minayin. Where? What's the place for worry? Right now, it's it's a nice song. Daga, daga, daga minayin. Right. It's a nice song, but it's a very it's a very strong intellectual picture. Meaning, what I'm worried about things. So the the song is telling you. I think it's really the the Ibn Ezra's poem is saying like, what do you gain by worrying? You know, you worry about the past. It's gone. The future is not here yet. So I'm gonna. Right now, I'll worry about it there now, but it's going to be gone in a second. So there's no room intellectually for Daga. 
It's a beautiful idea. So the same thing, there's no real room for time. Again, you feel it. It's a feeling for sure. That's why I said, if you're not an intellectual person, this won't work for you. But a real intellect without Don in the Kavskos, I'm not Don in the Kavskos. There's no mitzvah, I'm not trying to fulfill that. But you know, you say to yourself, look, I can either walk around with tightness on this guy, or I cannot. My friend Eric Kubersmith said to me one time, you know, victims don't win. Victims, people, no one respects victims. You don't, you don't gain anything. Look at, you know, you don't, you don't gain anything. So he did something wrong. So you want to sit and hold your tiny and hold your grudge and be begrudged. It doesn't do anything for you. It only hurts you. It doesn't, you, you don't go forward. And what's done is done. Just like the song. What's, what was done is done. And the future is open. And right now, so, right? Right. He meant, again, let's say he meant, I'm not in Don He meant it. He should have known better. It's clear as daylight he was wrong. And it's, it didn't start with a feeling, all the things. Now I'm angry. What I gained? What do you gain by being angry? Your blood pressure is going to go up. You're going to be upset. You're going to carry, we, we know these feelings are negative. You might do an Avera to him. You might say something you don't want to say. You might say something you don't, you don't, you don't really think, etc. So it doesn't help, okay? So I'm going to say these are three, you know, phenomenal uh, ideas. Uh, I don't mean phenomenal because I came up with them. I think it's just, I'm just being Megala things that we we all know, right? Let's just quick review. Number one, in terms of, right, three ideas. You have to know the different personality types. The Machbid types have to know that the non-Machbid types don't mean to get on their nerves. The non-Machbid types have to have a little bit of a give to the Machbid type. And that will be a powerful way to avoid Kapeda, uh, to avoid grudges. If you're a Coptin type, if you're not a Coptin type, you can find the grudge. But if you understand each other better, we won't feel so many grudges. Idea number one. Idea number two, appreciate that so many times what's starting, the starting point is not he did something wrong. He went to McDonald's. It's that for one reason or another, I got a bad feeling for him. And and let me add, when you have a bad feeling, like when, when you saw it, I always learned from Volba, and it went into me, is that feelings are liars. Feelings are liars. Remember that. Feelings are very powerful. Good feelings are very powerful, but feelings are liars. So the negative feeling which he gave you makes you think he did something wrong and gives you room for interpretation. Doesn't mean there's any, any, any sort of truth in that. It could be he did nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. You just got a bad feeling. So you have to, you have to live with that. Okay. That was idea number two. And then idea number three is, of course, is again, on an intellectual, in an intellectual plane is that, is that one who, who is Machbid uh, doesn't gain anything. Okay, so that's a new, that was really, that might be, maybe we'll talk about more next time, how to work with that. And that was that. So we said a lot, this VOD, this is our fifth VOD together. I don't have a specific Kabbalah to work on these things. I, what I would try to do is I would would suggest everybody, these are a lot to unpack here, there's a lot to think about. Um, spend time thinking about these three ideas. Each idea is very, very significant. Each idea can help a lot in our quest to get past Kapedis. And Blinader Bezor Hashem next week, we'll get back to our regular, um, our regular uh, Kabbalot and something more practical and tangible to work on. Okay? Everybody should have a good week. It's good to be back. That's Lacha Shalom, shalom.